good. God is so good. Let's pray. Father, in Jesus' name, we love you and thank you. This is the day the Lord has made, and we rejoice and are glad in it. Amen. And all the church says, amen. Anybody watch TV? Anybody Anybody know what, what I'm about to do? Penny. 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 And who knows what I'm doing? Only half. I better explain it then. There's that show that's called The Big Bang Theory, and Sheldon, who's the most intelligent person, but the most an- annoying person on the planet, and when he goes across the hall over to Penny's apartment, this is what he does. He, he doesn't stop knocking until she answers the door. So he just goes, Penny, Penny. Wow. Until the door opens. All right? Wow. So, and, and it's, it's the most annoying thing, but it's the, most, but it's the funniest thing. And he just won't stop. It's, it's a compulsion of his. He's got a lot of these. But there's something in Scripture that tells us. I mean, now we're talking about the open door. How many believe we are entering a season of open doors? Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is going to go on beyond this five-part series. Next Sunday is the last of the, of, of the five. But listen, there's something about not just being polite. Most of us, if we go to someone's house, will knock and wait. And if there's no answer, we might knock again, and then we just assume they don't want us there or, or they're not home. I always look to say, oh, salesman, uh, I'm not here. So, but there is something in Scripture called importunity. I want you to say it with me. Importunity and being importunate. And what that word means is to push through, to pray until. The old timers used to call it praying through. And I think the whole generation of that really has lost that whole concept of praying through, praying until, push, pray until something happens. Come on now, come on now. And we need that importunity of knocking, knocking, knocking. The definition of importunity, of being import importunate is urgent or persistent in solicitation, sometimes annoyingly so. I I believe there needs to be an element of door knocking. There needs to be an element of prayer that actually gets to the point where it's annoying God, (laughs) where it pushes on God until he answers Because you didn't give up. Oh, can I get an amen? He's knocking persistently. So we need to knock persistently. There's a warfare going on. You say, why didn't God just answer? Because there's a war going on. 
You need to understand your prayers have to physically go through a battle zone until they get to heaven, and then the answer has to go through a battle zone to get back. Sometimes people will criticize this and say, you know, because somebody might get in an accident and someone will say, well, well, he got hurt, but thank God, you know, he could have been killed. And someone will say, well, why didn't God protect him from being hurt? Because it's a battle. Angels are fighting for us. And they, they get pushed back and they go forward. And listen, you've got to keep praying because it's a battle. And I'm thankful for everything. My God, I'm thankful. Anybody thankful? Doesn't matter. Amen. It might be a partial victory, but I'm thankful because I know God's been fighting for me. Amen. And I know one day, I've read the book, I've read the last chapter. I know in the end, in the end, we're going to win this thing. Amen. And there's no devil in hell that can prevent it. Oh, somebody help me in the house. God, we got to fight through it. So the story I want to share with you is from Luke chapter 11. And, and there will be another story we want to talk about. But Jesus said to them, which of you shall have a friend? Okay. And go to him at midnight. Say, at midnight. Don't you hate it when they call you at midnight? Hello. Come on, we got all day. Don't be calling me at midnight. And say to him, friend, lend me three loaves. Mm-hmm. Specific. I want three. Listen, how many know you need to be specific? Some of you pray and you get something you weren't expecting because you weren't specific. You know, if you're single, don't just pray for a man. Just saying. For a friend of mine has come to me on his journey. He, listen, he's, mm, a friend of mine has come, and I have nothing to set before him. And he will answer from within and say, leave me alone. Don't trouble me. The door is now shut. My children are with me in bed. I cannot, not will not, I cannot rise and give to you. Can't do it. Can't do it. Can't do it. Can't do it. I say to you, though he will not rise and give to him because he is his friend, yet because of his... That's the only reason. Because of his persistence, he will rise and give him as many as he needs. Oh, can I get an amen? So I say to you, ask, and it will be given to you. Seek, and you will find. Did you know that's connected to this parable? Seek, and you will find. Knock, and it will be open to you. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Verse 10, for everyone who asks, receive. How many everyones do we have here today? Some of you can't even raise your hand for that. Oh, my God. Everyone who asks, receive. And he who seeks, finds. And to him who knocks it will be open if a son asks for bread from from any father among you will he give him a stone or if he asks for a fish will he give him a serpent instead of a fish come on we're talking about father here or if he asks for an egg will he offer him a scorpion 
If you then, being evil, know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your heavenly Father give the Holy Spirit to them who ask? Give him a praise right there. Amen. Ah, hallelujah. Praise him. So there's several points here we need to get. First of all, this prayer request was for someone else's need. Sometimes we can pray through because we're just purely aggravated about ourselves. We can pray because we've got to have an answer. But how many of you can pray, wow, pray for someone else? He said, I've got a friend who came by. I don't know what kind of friends you got coming in at midnight. But they didn't have holiday inns back then, so you stayed with somebody. So I had a friend come, and and by the way, why in the world are you feeding him at midnight? Who eats at midnight? Well, maybe some of you in there. Go back to point number one. I'm sorry, I got ahead of myself. The request just seems we're sometimes quick to give up on other people's requests. We pray generic prayer. Lord, bless them in Jesus' name. Lord, bless them. Lord, bless them. But how many prayer warriors do we have in the house who have learned the power of really getting a hold of God for someone else's need? He said, I have a friend. I'm going to take care of my friend. If I have to, if I have to bang on heaven's door, I'm going to do it until my, my friend's need is taken care of. Oh, we need more like that in the church. And then, and, then, and then number two, the knock, the knock was at midnight. <laughs> you know, it's, listen, it's dark. It's cold. He, he says, I'm already in bed. And, and uh, you know, back then when, when the sun went down, the day's over. <laughs> there, there's no lights. There, there, you know, you might have a candle, but, you know, they're expensive to burn. And, and so when, when the sun goes down, the day's over. Don't be knocking at my door when the day's over. But God's saying, you can knock at my door in the middle of the night. You can knock at my door when you're cold. You can knock at my door when no one else will open the door. I'll open the door, amen. When you can't find a place, uh, you can knock at my place, amen. My place is always open. You can come to me in your darkest hour. My Lord, help us in this place. Number three, watch this. God is waiting wanting to birth something in us, but we must be for it. Oh, help us in this place. Help us in this place. God, help us in this place. I think one of the main reasons we don't get our prayers answered. Can I teach a little bit? Are you Okay. I think one of the main reasons we don't get our prayers answered is because we're really not hungry enough. Because we really don't care enough. And there's a spirit coming over the church world today, and and it's simply simply this apathetic spirit. There's there's this thing about, you know, if if you don't want a whole lot, you won't be disappointed when you don't get it. So I, I, I'm just, you know, I, you know if, if you don't want a whole lot, then you, don't, you can go through life satisfied and you're not going to be disappointed. If you reach too high, you get disappointed. Nah. What is wrong with us? He said, ask. 
and it and you will receive. Knock, and the door will be opened. Wow. Come on. It's time to be persistent in prayer. You know, well, you know, if I, you know, I just don't want to bother. If I don't want much, I'll never be disappointed. Listen, I got a word for somebody. Don't settle for second best. In fact, don't even settle for the best when it's, when God's the best. You know, some things are good, but God is best. So don't settle for the good when God is best. Amen. So let's, let's find out what God wants, and then let's bombard heaven. Let's fight every devil in hell until God's will is accomplished in our lives. Oh, it's time to take charge. It's time to get hungry. It's time to want more. It's time to go beyond. Amen. It's time to push through anybody with me today. Come on, help me. I know you're tired, but I'm preaching a word here. It's time to push on. Amen. I'm trying to get you through. Man, I'll just call the pastor. He'll pray through for me. You know how to pray. I'm not saying don't call me. I'm saying learn how to pray through. How many remember the old services where people would come down to these altars? And they, they would, we just give them a key to lock up when you're done. Amen. Just, I, I remember people, how many remember the old tearing services? And really, we said, well, why do we have to tarry? Because it's a war. Sometimes he just wants to know if you really care enough. Why would he give you stuff that you really don't care enough to pray about? Oh, it's going to get tough in here, but you might as well hang on. Amen. I, I remember people like Hannah, amen, amen, she, she, she wanted a child, she said, I want a child, and her husband came along and said, hey, Hannah, aren't I a great husband, don't you have a nice house to live in, your life is good, and she simply said, I don't want a house, I want a child, amen, I'm not settling for anything else, I, I've got a good husband, but I want God, amen, I want birthed in me, what God said can be birthed. Oh, I feel the Lord up in this place. Amen. And I was going to preach sitting down. Anybody hear what I'm saying? I don't want a house. I want a child. I don't want, I don't want a little blessing. I want God's will. Amen. I don't want to just feel good. I want everything he promised me. Amen. Rachel said, give me children or I die. Amen. She bothered Jacob. She bothered God. God, I want a child, and I won't give up until you give it to me. Oh, the Lord's in the house. There's something going on here. Hallelujah. Mary, Mary, Mary. You know, Elizabeth, hey, she was too old to have children. Mary comes along, just speaks a greeting. You know, hey, Liz, and the baby just leaps in her womb. Amen. I'm telling you, there's something about you need to understand. You're, you're a word carrier, and it's time to start speaking the word and watch miracles start happening. Watch dead babies just come alive. Amen. Just, just, watch, just watch things in other people's wombs come alive. It's time that we start bearing one another's burdens. Pray for one another and pray until God will get us through. Amen. Ah, help us. Help us, Lord. I want you to know they marched around Jericho seven times, amen, until the walls came down. Naaman had to dip in Jordan seven times before he finally came up, amen. He could have said, why, why, God, why? Why do I have to dip all these times? And why this muddy river? 
Syria has nice, clear rivers. Why do I have to go? You know, we just questioned God instead of just doing what God told us to do. He said, dip seven times. you got to pray until the healing comes. Uh, pray until it happens. Amen. And on the seventh dip, he came up his leprosy all healed. Hallelujah. Because he obeyed the word of the Lord. Somebody help me in this. Abraham pled for the city. God, I want the, you know, if, if you'll just have so many. So he, finally, he, he just kept bargaining with God, just kept hammering on heaven until he finally got ten. If there's just ten righteous people, well, that encourages me. God will save a city for ten Christians. How much more will he do for Mansfield? How much more will he do for Richland County? How much more will he do for Crawford and Ashland County? Amen. We got more than 10. Amen. God will save our city, but we need to stay on our knees. Jacob said, I will not let go until you bless me. Even, I tell you something, we need to start aggravating angels. The angel said, oh, well, you're wearing me out, Jacob. I, I, you know, I know I wear my angels out. Any of you wear, wear out your angels? How many believe you got a guardian angel? Yeah, some of you got eight or nine. Just saying. Look at your neighbor and say, I need, I need at least six. Tell your neighbor. I need. <laughs> I, we, we, the angel said, let me go. I'm wore out. I'm tired. He wore out an angel. Said, I won't let go. I'm going to hang on to that angel. I'm going to hang on to my promise. I'm going to hang on to my blessing. I'm going to hang on to my miracle. I'm going to hang on to my healing. I'm going to hang on. I'm going to pray until you bless me. Oh, somebody. Anybody hearing? I don't know if you're hearing. How many are hearing? I want you to get this word. I want you to get this word if you've been sleeping. Listen to me. It's not always just about relationship. Say, well, the closer you get to God. Yeah, I know all that. I know I know. we're sons and daughters, and, and God will bless us because of that. But the Bible said, the Bible said I think we got it in verse 8. He, in verse 8, he says, he says, I say to you, though he will not rise because he's your friend, he'll get up because you're persistent. I have a word for somebody. It's not just about your relationship with him. It's about how persistent you are. Some prayers will only be answered because you're persistent. Oh, Jesus, help us. It's like, it's like that, little, that little two-year-old, right, hanging on to mama's skirt or mama's jeans. Okay, better. And, and that little two-year-old, right, says, come here. That little two-year-old, just stand up. That little two-year-old's pulling on her. Mama, 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 mama. What? (laughs) I think there's a cartoon strip like that, right? I probably shouldn't even go there. That's weird. Daddy, daddy, mama, 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 mama. What? I think sometimes God's just, sometimes we just pray, oh, Father, oh, Father, Father, I need you, I need you, Father. And Father, he just says, you're aggravating me. Finally, finally, the father, the son goes to the father and says, Dad, we need to do something about this guy. 
Why? Well, I know he's your son, and you want to answer it anyway, but it hadn't been answered yet, and they just keep bumping. I mean, they're overloading the switchboard. There's angels up there going. <laughs> heaven, heaven hasn't updated to iPhones yet. They just don't know. Oh, help us in this place. How many believe now we've got to be persistent? And that means, number four, we have to be willing and able to come overcome obstacles. There are obstacles to your prayers being answered. Am I helping anybody? Another story, Luke chapter 18, verse 1, that he spake a parable to them saying that men ought, and listen, and he spoke this parable right after the Lord's prayer. The disciples said, teach us how to pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. And then in the ne- next verse, then, then, after that. See, first he, first he teaches them how to pray, what to say. Then he, t- then he shows them how to pray it. He, then he spake a parable to them saying, make up my mind, okay. That men always ought to pray and not lose heart. Listen, I'm not going to fool you. Prayer is work. Real prayer is a job. <laughs> I love reading this, the old stories of the old evangelists from, and the old pastors from 150 years ago. One, one, man, one man, when he died, when he died, they went, in, went into back of the back of the thing like the old, the old churches used to have those rooms in the back and they went to a kneeling bench and, and, the, and the new pastor came in after the old pastor had died and he looked at the kneeling bench a wooden kneeling bench and there were actually grooves worn in the bench where the former pastor had prayed and wore out the bench Another, pre- another pastor, when he died, the, the funeral home people are getting his body ready, and they, they noticed he had calluses on his knees. Calluses. David Brainerd, the, the, the missionary to the Indians, he said he used to throw himself in a snowbank, a six-foot snowbank. He'd throw himself in a snowbank and just pray until he melted the snowbank. Listen, there's people who know how to pray. So he says, listen, there was in a certain city a judge who did not fear God nor regard man. This man cannot be manipulated. He can't be bought off. He doesn't care who you are. He's going to do whatever he wants to do. But there was a a widow in that city. Uh uh Come on now. And she came to him saying, get justice for me from my adversary. Somebody was out to steal from her. Somebody was out to do her wrong. And he would not for a while, but afterward he said within himself, though I do not fear God nor regard man, much less a woman. Come on, I'm talking old school back here. Yet, say yet. Because this widow troubles me, I will avenge her, lest by her continually coming she weary me. Come on, can I get a praise right there? 
The Lord said, hear what the unjust judge said. Listen to this, he said. He said, and shall God not avenge his own elect who cry out day and night to him, though he bears long with them, though he puts up with them for a long time? Will he not finally get through? I tell you that he will avenge them speedily. Nevertheless, when the Son of Man comes, will he really find faith on the earth? Will he find people with that kind of prayer life? Wow. Wow. Oh, my goodness. Anybody hearing? Now, we're not saying God is like the unjust judge. He's saying that's how the world is. Uh-huh. And the thing, and the thing is, there's a reason why the Scripture says, you know, Scripture doesn't give her name. She's nameless. She's a widow, which means she's completely helpless. She's a woman without a man to speak for her. And back then in that society, if you didn't have a man to speak for you, you were completely powerless, completely. So she's a widow. She's a woman. But she kept knocking on that door until that man would pay attention to her. Do I have any Deborahs here today? Do I have, come on, do I have any women in this place who know how? No, you want to know what I say first? Do I have any prayer warriors? Ah, come on. Do I have any ladies in here who know what I'm talking about? When you feel helpless, when you feel powerless, aren't you glad that your heavenly Father will come through for you? Ah, hallelujah. And you don't, have to be a, you don't have to be a woman. We all have those times where we know we can't do it. We know we're being oppressed. We know we'll never get through this. We know we don't have any chance. There's no, there's no way this can happen. We are completely powerless. We have no money to do it. We know, know nobody to help us. Amen. There's no way this is going to get, gone, get done. But if you'll just keep knocking on the door, just aggravate God. And you'll get that prayer answered. You'll get that prayer answered. Bombard heaven when you're powerless. Bombard heaven and you will be received. Hebrews 11, 6, let's close this up. Hebrews 11, but without faith it is impossible to please him for he who comes to God must believe that he is and that he is a rewarder. Say, I'm, say, I'm being rewarded. He is a rewarder of those who what? You have to diligently seek him. Hebrews 10, 38. Now the just shall live by faith, but if anyone draws back, my soul has no pleasure in him. Listen, you can't put your hand to the plow and look ahead. You'll never see what's ahead as long as you're always looking back. And it's time to stop looking back and start pushing ahead. Get your hand on the plow and let's push, let's push, let's, let's break up some ground. And that leads me to my final point, and that is this. We need to pray. We need, listen, we need to pray until the verdict has been reversed. Hey, this guy's a judge. He makes verdicts. He makes decisions. The judge doesn't need an army. He doesn't need a lot of money. He just says, this is right and this is wrong. Listen, when you know you're right, it's time to take your case, time to take your case to the judge.
and let him rule from heaven. But listen, folks, you can't just wait on a judge. you got to go to the judge. Yeah, did you hear what I said? you got to go to the judge. Amen. you got to take your case to the judge. You have to plead your case. And let me tell you what you plead. You don't plead innocent because you're not. You plead the blood. Go to court and plead the blood, hallelujah, and he will overturn the verdict of the enemy, hallelujah. He'll overturn the fact that you're saved. He'll overturn your financial situation. He'll overturn the mess in your mind, and he will say he will rule in your favor. Somebody give him glory. Wow. Galatians 6, 9 says this, and I'll be quiet. You ready? You ready? Galatians 6, 9. Let us not grow weary while doing good, for in due season. It's about seasons, folks. In due season, we will reap if we don't lose heart. Pray until. Man, I hope you'll do something with this message. Pray until. I hope this message will challenge you and, 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 cha- and change the way you do prayer. Just mentioning things before you eat. I'm glad you do it, but sometimes it takes a little more than that. Sometimes you have to tarry at the altars. We, we, got, we got tabernacles coming up. 24 hours a day for seven days, someone will be in this, in this sanctuary. You know what that means? We're going to bombard heaven. 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Why do they call it tabernacles? Because that's when Jesus lets us know. Listen, tabernacles is about camping with Jesus. How many want to go camping with Jesus? Ah! Oh, hallelujah. We're even going to have a little tent right here in the middle of the sanctuary. You can just camp out. Bring your sleeping bag and just lay before the Lord, literally. Oh, my God, my God. Need you to sign up, though. Listen, there's a lot of openings back there. How quiet, how wonderful it is to just come into this sanctuary. Music will be playing uh, most evenings, I think. At least Jordan, some of the team will be here almost every night. Sometimes not till 7.30 or 8, but most nights 7. And we'll just have live worship. But listen. Listen, you got it. Listen, you got to get away from your busyness. You need to get away from the rat race. You need to take some time with him. If you just sit here, just just get in his presence for an hour. How many will help me with this? You you got listen. Your pastor's telling you something. You need to listen. This is God ordained. The Lord's knocking on our door. We can't afford to just sit around and Wait for something to happen. Listen, you got to push. You need to pray until something happens. Listen, you get back there after church and get signed up. Take your hour. You don't have to come every day. Come whenever you want. If someone else is there, you can still come. But listen, we're, we, we, we just need, I believe God's going to honor this. Oh, we got to pray, church. We got to get back to prayer. My God, we're living in a time we can't even people to come. We can't get people to even come to church much anymore. When only 60% of the church is here on any given Sunday, 
How many know we need to start praying? How many know we need a breakthrough? We need a revival. God's already speaking to me about the next series, and it's going to be about rain. It's time for the rain. How many want to see miracles? How many want to see signs and wonders? Oh, I almost dropped the mic. The midnight knock at my worst hour, at my most difficult time, the Lord comes through for me. He is the way. He is the truth. He is the life. Stand with me, amen. Wow, there's some real breakthroughs starting to come here. Oh, thank you, Lord. Thus saith the Lord, I know who's been waiting on me. I know your name. I know your patience. I know you've been wrestling. I know you haven't seen it done yet. But I declare to you, saith the Lord, I know the end from the beginning. I have set a limit to your trial. I know the very 